Hello, friends, and welcome to the Koozie George podcast. We're just about to jump into a new adventure. Come on. Today is getting close to one of my favorite holidays ever, Easter, or as I like to call it, Resurrection Sunday. It's when we celebrate Jesus dying on the cross and rising from the grave. It's basically the best day ever. The story today is called Koozie George Forgets the Script, written by me, Darren Galindo. And before we get into the story, we just want to wish you all a very happy Easter. All those eggs and chocolate bunnies are all fine and dandy. But remember, the real reason we celebrate Easter is because Jesus has conquered sin and death to make a way for us to be with God. And if you ask me, that's better than a whole basket full of Easter eggs. So enough with me talking. Let's get into the story. Koozie George Forgets the Script Once upon a time, Koozie George was running out of his house as fast as he could. He was late for the Easter play rehearsal with his friends. Every year, all the friends get together to put on an Easter play at the town theater. It's a lot of fun, and everyone loves to participate. The friends take turns playing the different characters in the story. Do you know the names of the characters in the Easter story? There's actually a lot. Well, there's Jesus, of course. His disciples, Peter, James, and John, Judas and the whole rest of them, Pilate, Herod, Barabbas, Mary Magdalene, Jesus' mommy, who was also named Mary, Joanna, the religious leaders, the servant girl, Simon, the Roman guards, the temple guards, the two thieves, the centurion at the cross, Joseph of Arimathea. Wow, there's like so many, right? And you know, there's one more role that's pretty important when you're telling the story of Easter. The narrator. A narrator is someone who tells what's happening in the story. Kind of like what I'm doing right now. And it's actually what Koozie would be doing in the Easter play. Oh my goodness, I've got to get out of here, said Koozie as he quickly grabbed his script and put his shoes on. Who's going to tell the story of Easter if I'm not there? I have to hurry up. I'm the narrator. I've been preparing for this for weeks. Koozie was so eager to get out of the house that he didn't even tie his shoelaces. He just slipped on his shoes and ran out of the house. Meanwhile, at the theater, all the friends were already in their costumes waiting for Koozie. This was their last rehearsal before the big performance tomorrow. Oh man, where's Koozie? wondered Rabbit. I told him to set his alarm so he can be here on time. If he's not here soon, we're going to run out of time to rehearse the whole play, said Cracker Jack. We can't start without the narrator, exclaimed Sally. But he's not even here, said Chip the Bear. Oh, come on, Koozie, hurry up, said Rabbit. Just then, the back doors of the theater burst open with a boom. I'm here. I made it, everyone, said Koozie proudly and out of breath. Oh, Koozie, shouted everyone happily. Okay, patience, everyone. We have to start the rehearsal. We're running out of time, shouted Breaker Dan. 
everyone scrambled to their starting positions. They decided to start the play at the Last Supper. If you remember the story of Easter, the Last Supper is the last meal that Jesus and his disciples had together before Jesus went to the cross. All the friends were in position, and Koozie pulled out his script. Okay, here we go, said Koozie. Once upon a time, Jesus took two cups of flour and two eggs and mixed them in a bowl. Then he added two tablespoons of sugar and a pinch of salt. Hey, what are you reading? interrupted Rabbit. That's not how it's supposed to start. I'm just reading the script, replied Koozie as he held up the script in his hands. Let me see that, said Hula Cats as she grabbed the papers in Koozie's hand. This isn't the script. This is a recipe for buttermilk pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes, they all shouted. Why would you bring a recipe for pancakes, Koozie? asked Breaker Dan. Yeah, where's the Easter script? asked Rabbit. Hey, wait a minute, guys, said Koozie. I just grabbed the wrong stack of papers from the counter. Let me run back home and grab the script. I'll be right back. No, we don't have time, Koozie, said Sally. We need to start right now or else we won't be able to finish, explained Rabbit. But why? Why can't we just stay longer? wondered Koozie. Because Cracker Jack and Sally need to get to work. Hula has a dentist appointment. Breaker Dan and Flippy Day Day are still finishing up the props and Chip the Bear needs time to clean the theater before tomorrow's performance, replied Rabbit. Oh, I didn't realize, said Koozie. I told you to set an alarm, Koozie. I know, I know. I stayed up too late last night watching the Food Channel about breakfast dishes. That's when I printed out the recipes on buttermilk pancakes. We're running out of time here chimed in Flippy. We need to start a rehearsal right now if we want to finish in time. Don't worry. I was practicing with the real script for weeks. I remember how everything goes, said Koozie. Okay, places everyone, said Rabbit dryly. We'll give it a try. Everyone got into position again and Koozie started the Easter story. Or something close to the Easter story. Once upon a time... Jesus and his dudes. Disciples, corrected Rabbit. Right, disciples. Jesus and his disciples sat down for the final grub. Last supper. I mean last supper. Peter was so hungry that he put some extra food on his plate. After a while, Jesus stood up and wrapped himself in a towel and started to wash his disciples' feet. His disciples were like, what? Rabbit Sebastian and the rest of the friends looked over at Koozie as they started acting out their parts. Needless to say, there were a few eyebrows going up. It was a little odd, but Koozie was doing his best, and they really did need to practice. Whoa, you guys have some nasty feet, said Jesus to his disciples. Come on, Koozie, Jesus didn't say that, said Cracker Jack. Well, he could have. It doesn't really say if he commented on their feet or not when he was cleaning them said Koozie a little sarcastically. Anyways, Jesus cleaned up all their nasty feet and didn't say anything about how dirty they were. But when he got to Peter, Peter said, Oh no you don't, Jesus! You're not gonna wash my feet! But Jesus was like, Oh yes I am! And Peter was like, Oh no you're not! Yes I am! No you're not! Peter, would you listen to me? I have to wash your feet! 
Otherwise, you won't have any part in me. That got Peter's attention. Okay, fine. But not just my feet, Jesus. Can you give me a whole bath too? Come on, Peter, said Jesus. You've already had your bath, which means you only need to get your feet washed. You guys are all clean, except for one of you. Jesus said that because he knew about Judas, who would betray Jesus. Then Jesus got up and was like, All right, guys, you see what I just did? You have to do the same thing to other people, too. Rabbit Sebastian was acting out his part and thought to himself, Wow, Kersey is actually doing a pretty good job. While all the disciple dudes were eating around the table, Jesus told them that one of them would betray him. All of the disciple dudes wondered who it could be. They all asked Jesus, Is it me? Is it me? Is it me? Nobody knew who would betray Jesus, and nobody figured it out even when Jesus told them. Before the meal ended, Judas left to go handle his betraying business. Jesus looked at the rest of the disciples and said, All right, guys, I'm only going to be with you for a little bit longer. Pretty soon, I'll be gone and you guys can't come with me. But guess what? I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other just as I have loved you. And when you love each other, that's how everyone else will know that you're my disciples. But then Peter was like, Hey, Jesus, where are you going and why can't we come? I want to come with you. Nothing can stop me from following you. But Jesus told Peter, I promise you, Peter, before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you will tell people three times that you don't even know me. I'm sure Peter didn't like that very much. Can you imagine one of your best friends telling other people that they don't even know you? Can you imagine telling other people that you don't even know your best friend? Uh, excuse me. Yeah, Koozie, you know that I'm narrating the story, right? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Anyways, as I was saying, Jesus said Peter would deny Jesus three times. Peter was like, no way. Later on, Jesus went for a walk with his disciples to the garden. His disciples were so tired that almost as soon as they stopped walking, they started yawning and finding comfy spots to take a nap in. Jesus was tired too, but he knew about everything coming up and he wanted to pray and spend time with his father. Breaker Dan, who was playing the part of Peter, began to yawn and stretch and lay down to take a nap. Chip the bear, who was playing the part of Jesus, walked a little ways away and knelt down to pray. Jesus was praying and talking with his father. Please take this cup from me, but no matter what, I'll do your will. Chip the bear was kneeling down and praying really hard. After a while, Jesus looked over from praying and saw his disciples sleeping. Hey guys, wake up! Pray with me, Jesus said and continued to pray to his father. Then Jesus looked over again and saw his disciples sleeping. Come on, guys! Can't you stay up and pray with me just a little bit? At the theater, Hula Cats and Druzy Bob, who were playing the part of some of the disciples, had actually fallen asleep for reals. When Chip the Bear, playing Jesus, was trying to wake them up, he actually had to give them a little kick. Hey, take it easy! 
said Hula. I don't want a sparkly picnic basket, shouted Druzy as he woke up and looked around. Oh, sorry. Suddenly, continued Koozie, there were a bunch of dudes from the temple that came over to visit Jesus. I don't think they wanted it to be a friendly visit with all their torches and clubs. It looked like they wanted to beat someone up. And do you know who was leading them? Judas! Can you believe it? Judas had told all the temple dudes that the person he greeted with a kiss would be the guy they needed to capture. So when Jesus showed up with all his temple dudes, he walked right up to Jesus and said, Sup, Jesus? And gave him a kiss. Well, Jesus was like, Yo, Judas, why are you kissing me? Then one of the disciples pulled out a sword. You'll never take Jesus away from us. He shouted as he cut off one of the temple dude's ears. All of a sudden, Flippy Day Day, who was playing the part of the temple dude with a chopped off ear, screamed in horror. Oh, oh, my ear, my ear, it's gone. My favorite ear. How will I ever listen to my polka music now? Goodbye forever, my dear ear. My dear favorite ear. I loved you so much. It's too soon to say goodbye. Everyone looked at Flippy Day Day. What? said Flippy. It makes it more dramatic. Just keep going, Koozie, suggested Rabbit. Okay, uh... The temple dudes screamed out in pain. The rest of the temple dudes got ready for a fight. But Jesus knelt down, picked up the chopped off ear, and put it back on the temple dude. Jesus healed the guy that was trying to capture him. Then, all of Jesus' disciples ran away in fear, screaming their heads off. Koozie looked at all of his friends. Hey guys, you have to run away screaming your heads off. Koozie... I don't remember that happening in the story, said Hula Cats. If there was one thing I remember from the story, it's that the disciples ran away in fear, explained Koozie. How can you run away in fear without screaming your head off? The friends thought about it. Oh, uh, I guess you're right, Koozie, said Druzy Bob. Okay, so the disciples ran away in fear, screaming their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> The one temple dude was happy to have his ear back. Oh, I love you, my dear ear. Jesus went silently with the temple dudes, and they took him all the way to the religious peeps. Koozie, said Rabbit. What? Religious peeps? That doesn't sound accurate. Okay, fine. Religious leaders. Are you happy? Replied Koozie. Yes, that sounds accurate, said Rabbit. Rabbit was playing the part of Pilate, and he was getting excited about his performance. They brought Jesus to all the religious leader peeps. All these people came and told a bunch of lies about Jesus. But even when they told lies about Jesus, they couldn't get their stories straight. Finally, the religious leader peeps asked Jesus, Could you just tell us if you're the Christ? And Jesus was like, Even if I tell you, you won't believe me. And even if I ask you a question, you won't answer me. But the Son of Man will be seated on the right hand of the power of God. The religious leader peeps knew what Jesus was talking about. It sounded like Jesus was trying to be the Son of God. So they said, what, are you supposed to be the Son of God? And Jesus was like, boom, you said it. Well, gosh, the religious leader peeps were freaking out. 
They knew that no person could possibly be the son of God, and for anyone to suggest that would be so terrible. They didn't believe that Jesus was God's son, so they had to get rid of him. Hey, Koozie, said Breaker Dan, raising his hand. What about me? What about you, Breaker Dan? You didn't mention Peter outside in the courtyard telling people he didn't know Jesus, said Breaker Dan. Remember, Breaker Dan was playing the part of Peter. Oh yeah, that's right, said Koozie. Meanwhile, outside in the courtyard, Peter was getting warm by the fire with all the other servants. One of the servants looked at Peter and said, Hey, you were with Jesus, weren't you? But Peter said no. Then another servant said the same thing, and Peter said no to him too. Finally, a little servant girl came up to Peter and said, I know you were with him. You guys talk the same way. But Peter got angry and was like, You guys, come on! I don't even know that guy, Jesus! Suddenly, the rooster crowed. Peter remembered what Jesus said. Peter felt so terrible that he ran away crying. Breaker Dan pushed his face into his hands and ran away crying. He wasn't looking where he was going and almost fell right off the stage. Whoa, watch out, Breaker Dan, shouted Rabbit. Okay, well, back inside, the religious leader peeps decided to take Jesus to Pilate, the Roman governor. Pilate didn't see any reason to punish Jesus and didn't want to get all mixed up in all this craziness, so he tried to pass off Jesus to King Herod. But all King Herod wanted was for Jesus to perform some miracles to impress his guests. Jesus didn't say anything, and Herod sent him back to Pilate. Pilate really wanted to let Jesus go. But all the religious leaders were getting the whole crowd all crazy and blaming Jesus. Pilate saw the whole crowd start to get out of control. Finally, Pilate had an idea. Okay, listen up everybody. I got an idea, said Pilate. You all know that I'm super awesome and around this time of year, I like to release a prisoner for you. Well, I'll let you choose who I should release this time. This seemed to make the crowd happy. Pilate knew that Jesus was not nearly as bad as the other guy that they had in prison, Barabbas. He was a murderer and tried to fight against the Roman authorities. Pilate thought to himself, Once they see Jesus compared to this other guy, they will surely let Jesus go instead. That's how I'm going to get out of this mess. But when Pilate let the people choose who to release, they chose Barabbas. All the religious leaders were telling all the people to release Barabbas and to kill Jesus. Pilate was shocked. Oh my goodness, said Rabbit Sebastian suddenly. He was pretending to be a super shocked Pilate for the rehearsal. The crowd was shouting, kill him, kill him, kill him. Poor Jesus, this wasn't fair at all. Finally, Pilate held up his hands and shouted, fine, whatever. You want to kill him? Then you do it. I won't have any part in this. Then Pilate released Barabbas and told his soldiers to do whatever the religious leaders wanted to do to Jesus. The soldiers took Jesus and whipped him with their whips and put a crown of thorns on his head. Ouch! Then they made Jesus carry the big, heavy cross all the way to a hill outside the city. Jesus was so tired that he couldn't make it all the way, 
and the soldiers grabbed a guy named Simon and told him to help Jesus carry his cross. When they finally made it to the top of the hill, they nailed Jesus to the cross and raised him up along with two other criminals on either side. The religious leaders were so happy to finally get rid of Jesus, but Jesus said, Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. One of the criminals next to Jesus was mocking Jesus and teasing him. If you're really the son of God, you can get yourself down off the cross and save us too. But the other criminal was like, dude, you can't talk to him like that. Can't you see he hasn't done anything wrong? And then the nice criminal looked at Jesus and said, Jesus, please remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus was like, dude, today you're going to be with me in paradise. Well, the whole scene around the crosses that day was super sad. All of the disciples had gone away from Jesus except for John. Jesus' mommy was there too. Jesus looked down at his mommy and his friend John. You guys take care of each other when I'm gone, all right? He told them. After a long time of Jesus being on the cross, the whole sky turned dark and Jesus said with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I give my spirit. And he breathed for the last time. There was a Roman soldier nearby. When he saw Jesus say this, he said, Whoa, this guy really was the son of God. Later that day, a guy named Joseph from Arkansas, no, that's not it, Argentina? No, that's not it either. Arithmetic? You mean Arimathea? said Flippy Day Day. Yeah, that's the one. Joseph from Arimathea. Yeah, that dude believed in Jesus and went to Pilate to ask if he could bury Jesus. Pilate let him do it, so Joseph took Jesus off the cross and placed him in his own tomb, which no one had ever been buried in before. That was Good Friday, the day we remember Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. Why do they call it Good Friday? Wondered Koozie. They call it Good Friday because that's when Jesus paid the price so we can be with God, replied Breaker Dan. Oh yeah, that's right, said Koozie. Where was I? Easter morning, said Rabbit Sebastian. Yes, Easter morning, said Koozie. So, Jesus was buried in the tomb on Friday. Man, that Saturday must have been the worst Saturday of all time. We should call it Bad Saturday, because that's when Jesus was gone. Anyways, finally Sunday came around, and early in the morning, a bunch of ladies came over to visit Jesus' tomb and put some spices and stuff. It was part of their traditions and customs to bring spices to someone after they die. There was just one problem. Well, actually two problems. The first problem was the giant rock they put in front of the tomb to keep people out. It was so big it took like five guys to move it out of the way. The other problem was the guards. The religious leaders were afraid that people would try to steal Jesus' body and pretend like he rose from the dead. So they hired guards to protect the tomb. Oh no! Who's going to move the big rock out of the way for us? Wondered the ladies. But when they got to the tomb, they were shocked. The big rock was rolled out of the way and all the guards were taking a nap. No, we weren't, shouted Flippy Day Day. 
The angel came and scared the heebie-jeebies out of us. I know that, Flippy. I was just about to get to that part, said Koozie. Oh, sorry. Like I was saying, the lady saw the big rock was rolled away and the guards were laying down. There was an angel of the Lord that came and rolled the big rock away from the tomb, and it scared the heebie-jeebies right out of the guards, and they all fainted. The lady saw the angel sitting on the big rock. What are you guys doing here? The angel asked. Why are you looking for a living person where they bury dead people? Jesus isn't dead. He's alive. The ladies were so excited that they ran and told all the rest of the disciples about what happened. He's alive. Alive. They screamed. Sally Bright and Hazel Breeze, who were playing the women at the tomb, danced around and celebrated on the stage. Finally, Jesus showed himself to all his disciples. He met them at the beach and cooked them some fish. He made sure that Peter knew that Jesus wanted him on his team. Peter was sad from when he had told people that he didn't know Jesus, but Jesus forgave Peter and had big plans for how Peter would help build his kingdom. Finally, it was time for Jesus to say goodbye. He gathered up all of his disciples and then floated away on a cloud into heaven. But before he left, he told his disciples, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Now you guys need to go out and make new disciples of all the nations. You need to baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You also need to teach them to obey everything that I commanded you guys. And look, I will be with you every day, even to the end. At this point in the rehearsal, Chip the Bear was hooked up to some ropes and was lifted up into the air. It was actually pretty cool. All the friends clapped and cheered. That was really great, everybody, said Rabbit Sebastian. Good job. Yeah, and props to Coogee for actually keeping up with everything, even without a script, said Breaker Dan. Aw, thanks, you guys. You know... I've been reading the story of Easter for a long time now, so I guess I can remember it pretty good, said Koozie. Well, I think you did so great, but maybe you can remember to bring the script with you tomorrow for the performance, suggested Rabbit. What are you talking about? I've got it right here, said Koozie sarcastically as he held up his pancake recipes. Hey, what's that? said Chip the Bear as he reached over and grabbed the papers out of Koozie's hand. Once upon a time, Jesus sat down with his disciples for their last meal together. You had the script this whole time? Wait, what? said Rabbit as he looked at the papers. Oh, I see. Koozie, you printed the recipes on the back side of the script. You were just looking at the wrong side. Everyone laughed. If there was one thing that they all knew... Tomorrow was going to be a pretty amazing performance. The end and happy Easter. Wow, that was so much fun. I hope you enjoyed the story. Please take a moment to write us a review wherever you listen to the podcast. And be sure to let your friends know about us and follow us on Instagram at Koozie George. In fact, you can send us a drawing of your favorite character or scene and we'll share it in our feed. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time for another adventure. Goodbye!